Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. The title of today's episode is actually a part two to an episode I re uploaded recently uh, to the YouTube channel about the COVID-19, the coronavirus that is sweeping through America right now and has already been all over the world or in most places around the world, but starting in China. Um, how is it affecting clinical research? And the last episode I made was how it could affect clinical research, but now I'm talking about how it actually has because there has been new developments since the few days I have uploaded that video. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, COVID-19 is uh, the coronavirus variant that is sweeping through America uh, right now. And, you know, this episode is going to be more geared towards America because that's where I'm a CRA. That's where I monitor. Uh, that's the territory I am most familiar with. Um, and I'm going to tell you guys about how it is affecting all of the sites, all of the companies in America, and what is to come. So um, keep in mind, I'm talking from a sponsor's perspective. I work for a sponsor. I think there are some very uh, kind of dark things that will happen to a lot of the CRO uh, CRAs and CRO workers because CROs are just middlemen for the sponsors and the sites. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that first, actually. So for CRO CRAs, I, I'm sorry to report this, but a lot of you guys are about to get laid off uh, because of this coronavirus. Um, if this thing goes on longer than, than two months, um, a lot of contractors, y'all are going to be first to get laid off. If you're a contract CRA, um, I hope you have three to six months of emergency funds saved up because y'all are going to be the first to get laid off. Um, and, you know, not a lot of people think about that, but if you're not able to go on site, which, you know, we're already receiving guidances, pretty much almost all of my sites have sent out some kind of emails regarding monitor policy, um, visitor policy. They don't want any monitors on site um, at all. And, you know, if a CRA can't monitor, if they can't go on site, then they're not very, um, they're not being very useful. Um, CROs only make their money when monitors go on site. That's how they make the most money. That's one of the positions where they make the most money on the service is a CRA monitor, um, especially a salaried one because, you know, we're, they're working 60, 80 hours a week and they're just getting paid the same base pay. But a contract CRA, you know, they might work that time, but they're getting paid for every hour they work. Um, but yeah, so if a CRA is not going on site for a CRO, they are in big trouble. So if a lot of you people may know this, but at a CRO, you fill out a time card and you talk about where your time is going every single week. And for a lot of those CRAs, they're not going on site anymore. So pretty much all of them have been just chopped at the knees from going on site. So, you know, week after week, these next couple weeks, they are not allowed to go on site, so they're not going to be able to uh, bill. The, the CRO is not going to be able to bill the sponsor for that, um, for the CRA going on site. So that means the CRO now has a big overhead, a, a very large overhead uh, on the order of millions of dollars all of a sudden, especially these big CROs. You know, these, CR these CRAs getting paid, you know, 100000 120000 and they have big, large teams of CRO CRAs at these CROs. So now all of a sudden, a huge portion of your workforce um, just became unbillable. Um, you know, they're just a, basically a liability to you. Um, so unfortunately, a lot of people are about to get laid off. 
Um, and so whenever, you know, a CRA becomes unbillable, that's usually when it happens. Um, layoffs are coming. And expect it from the big CROs first. Uh, like IQVIA, you know, Parexcel, uh, those those big ones. Uh, Cineos, expect CRA layoffs from those big ones. Um, and that's, re- that's one of the main things that's going to happen. Um, we're already getting, you know, like I mentioned before, we're already getting... Uh, notices from each of our sites. Um, New York is, is, was one where you're getting a lot of notices where they do not want any monitors. Um, some sites are saying, you know, if, if the state hasn't had a, a state of emergency, um, monitors can come. You know, each site has their different protocol, but all the ones in New York are pretty much saying no monitors. So that means automatic remote visits. And this is where the series get in trouble is because the remote visits are... You know, there's already a person that is in charge of that. That's going to be an in-house CRA or a CTA. Um, so the CRA is, is going to have no work to do pretty much if they can only do remote visits. Um, and so that's they're really going to be in trouble. Um, uh, at least at the CRO level. The sponsor level, it's a little bit different. Um, because, you know, you work for the, you work for the sponsor. Um, you're not the the CRO is trading on margins here. They're they're collecting the money from the the uh, what they sell the CRA services to the sponsor and what they're paying the the CRA. That's how the spot the CRO is making their money. If that makes sense, it's that margin, that delta between what the, what they're selling the CRA for and what they're uh, being paid for the CRA for. So there's that margin, um, and that's what. And, that, and that's how they make their money. So if, if they're not making any money from the largest or one of the larger workforce or one of the larger high earning uh, people of, of the company, they're in big trouble. Um, so, yeah, this is a this is an ongoing development. We have never been in this territory before where with COVID-19, where we never had really any pandemic like this before in clinical research, because this is something that sp- is spreading so fast. People, you know, don't have any symptoms and they're be, they're being able to spread it to other people. This is this is crazy, and you know people are dying all over the world. Cases are spiking every single day. The stock markets are going down. That's another thing that's that's um you know affecting the CROs. This is a very very fluid situation, and you know day by day, it's changing. Um, one day you know you're allowed to go on a monitoring visit at a place. The next day they close it off. No, you're not allowed to go on a monitoring visit. Um, I literally schedule, well, I, I scheduled this, you know, a couple weeks ago, you know, monitoring visit in Washington, D.C. That site hasn't sent out any guidance to me yet on, you know, what their visitor policy is. Um, they, the study coordinator did mention that their visitor policy um, is still in effect, that, you know, people can still visit, but they have limited business travel for any of the employees of that hospital saying no business travel. So I think what's next from that site is going to be, you know, no new visitors, especially if there's a huge spike in Washington, D.C. of coronavirus cases. So, so this is something that's definitely changing day by day and not for the better. This is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Um, you know, and, you know, this may be, how do, how do I say it? this may be controversial, but Thank goodness there's somebody like Trump in office because he's not afraid to do things that other presidents may not be willing to do. And I think what's really going to happen, what's really going to need to happen in the U.S. is to stop all air travel. 
because um, it just spreads the thing too fast. If we can just don't do any air travel, everyone just stay put for a couple weeks, this thing can be over in a few weeks, um, likely, uh, or a month. But, you know, I don't see that happening in the USA, but maybe Trump is crazy enough to do that. Um, he's just crazy enough to do that. I mean, he, he just banned all international travel coming from Europe, which I think is actually good, a good move um, to not have any new cases coming into the U.S. Because if you're constantly traveling forth, you can't monitor this, this and where it's going. Um, you know, these cases, people are only being, uh, the cases are only cropping up when the symptoms crop up. That's the only way people are going to the hospital. Um, there's not enough tests in the USA, uh, coronavirus tests to, uh, test people when they're not symptomatic. So, you know, it's hard to get a grip on what's going on here. Um, but clearly people are interacting with coronavirus cases. Um, and you know, they're being symptomatic you know, days later. So they don't even know where it came from. It's hard to say where it was traced from. Um, so this is going to be a big, big mess. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Uh, some other big news that happened today um, or, or recently in the past couple of days is NCAA canceled March Madness. And, you know, I'm, they, they really didn't want to, as you can see, they were some of the last people to do it. You know, the NCAA has always treated the player, the players not great. Um, and you know, they were really last March madness is their big, big moneymaker. They make billions of dollars with a B on March madness. I think they make, yeah, over a billion dollars from March madness alone. That's where they get most of their money and they canceled that. So this is a big, big deal. Um, uh, you've got leagues like the NBA, which was early. They did that. Um, you know, yesterday they canceled the whole entire season. Um, you got NHL, MLB, canceled play. I mean, pretty much everything where you have a lot of people um, around is going to be canceled. Um, you know, I see airlines canceling flights to overseas places, airlines canceling flights even to in-state places because, um, you know, maybe there's not enough demand. Maybe they want to stop the spread or minimize the spread as much as possible. So everyone, we really going to need all hands on deck to minimize the spread of this. Uh, coronavirus because you know there's a segment of population that's very at risk for this and you know it's not just an old person's disease I think that's a myth uh, most people that have died have some kind of underlying condition that seems true but there are people that have died that have been young you know fit and healthy also that have died from the coronavirus so it's not just a young person I mean an old person's disease um, you know we're constantly learning about it um, but from the sponsor's perspective, it's a little bit different because not everyone, it's a very different model because from the CRO. So I think this from people that work for the sponsor or work at the sponsor, like pharmaceutical company, et cetera, they're a little bit safer from this because, you know, a lot of companies are moving, shifting to work from home during this crisis. Um, I've heard of countless companies, pharma companies that have, have said, you know, for the next 14 days, which was probably going to end up being longer, it's probably going to be extended. You know, they want their uh, workers to work from home. But of course, pharmaceutical companies, they are the ones actually manufacturing products. So that can't um, go, that can't stop. So they are having, you know, only necessary personnel um, go into uh, work to do it. But most, most people that can work from home are being told to work from home now. And this has happened today. Today is... What's today's date? 
um, March 12th, Thursday, March 12th, this recording of this, uh, most people are, that I know that are working clinical at least are being told to go home. Uh, my company sent out a guidance for everyone to work from home. Um, you know, I've heard of other companies that are being told to work from home if you can too. Now, luckily in the clinical department, project management department, um, we can work remotely anyway. Most, most people I know in those departments, study startup, you know, all we're doing is going in the office and looking at a computer anyway. So we can do that at home. Uh, most people are working from home. So, or are capable of working from home. Um, so that, that's, it makes an easy transition. And really it's going to be curious because obviously remote work is the future. So it's going to be curious how many companies adopt that better after, um, after this coronavirus or, or see, you know, what it can do. I mean, obviously if no one's in there, your expenses are going to be way lower. Um, you're going to need less space, less space to operate as a company. So we'll see what happens. I think that'll be an interesting take, um, to see what happens after the coronavirus epidemic. But, um, you know, we're still learning this. I'm probably gonna make another episode about the coronavirus too. Um, uh, you know, later on to see, cause this, I think this is just the, the beginning of the iceberg. This is just the tip of the iceberg and, um, you know, plenty of things are to come from this. This is, this is not, uh, something that's going to be over with quickly. Um, because I think the U S is going to be, you know, reluctant to do certain things, but it sounds like a lot of private industry, you know, just wants to put the clamp on it now, kind of stem the bleeding now before later on, it becomes so ridiculous that there's just gushing blood. Um, you know, a lot of people are talking about the coronavirus putting uh, the U.S. in a, a recession-like pattern, and you know, we'll see how that plays out. Um, I've never worked in the pharmaceutical industry slash clinical research industry during a recession. Um, I've asked other people what it's like during that, and they said LART has been pretty good, but well, pretty good as in pretty stable. Um, but I mean, this is, this is something, the coronavirus is something that, you know, we're doing clinical research on at risk patients at patients, uh, with patients that, you know, have uh, compromised immune systems a lot of the time. And so this is something that uniquely affects them, our patients. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, worry about how this will affect clinical trials. Um, and there's a lot of worry about how it will affect the patients. Um, will it mess up clinical trials if one of them catches the coronavirus? Or if a study coordinator um, catches the coronavirus and transmits it to multiple patients, um, it'd be interesting to see those people that you know have investigator meetings. If all investigator meetings are going to be remote for the next few months, um, just because it's too high a risk to get all this, the staff, the, the, the PIs, the study coordinators, um, coronavirus, or um, or any type of meeting with all of the investigational staff and all of the clinical research staff. Um, all those meetings are probably going to be canceled. Um, we're seeing, you know, all events where there's a lot of people, concerts. Coachella was canceled. Um, obviously, all the MLB, NHL basketball games were canceled. Um, before that, they were talking about going to some kind of intermediate step where there's no fans and only, you know, mandatory personnel and families. But they just said, you know, this is too great a risk. We're just going to suspend it. So, you know, if they're going to do that an organization, organization that make millions and millions of dollars every day putting out that product, if they're just going to suspend it and say, this is too risky to even play the games with no fans and still collect those millions of dollars in ad revenue, you know this is serious because they didn't make that decision lightly. 
I can guarantee that. Um, so you know this is serious, and we're gonna see how see how this plays out um, towards the end. But I think this is just the beginning, and we have not gotten to the worst of it just yet. Um, so we'll have more updates um, in the next few days as I know more, as we all know more, and we learn more about this coronavirus, and we'll discuss more how it will impact clinical research. So as always, if you guys are interested in resume review program, I still will be conducting them. Actually, I'll probably have more time to even do them during this, honestly. Um, so if you're interested in that, um, and I should probably do a, a video about how to, uh, you know, how this will impact your application chances and all that stuff. Um, so I'll do that too. But yeah, if you're interested in resume review or any type of prep work, now is a good time um, because I'm going to be less busy during this time. So email me, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com.